I want to talk about anger and apparently Canadians are more angry these days and I imagine you know when you say something like that then everybody's gonna say oh absolutely a guy gave me the finger in traffic the other day but I mean how do we actually document something like this Shlomo Radcliffe is a certified anger management specialist and director of the Toronto-based uh, Shlomo Radcliffe and Associates and joins us right now it's nice to have you good morning Good morning. Thanks for having me. Are you in a Zen state at this hour? Always, always. I mean, it's seven twenty, so I don't think I don't think anyone is. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I get texts six minutes into the show where people are already fuming about something. So let me start with actually, I'm a definitions guy. How do we define what anger actually is? Yeah. So anger uh, obviously is, is an emotion, um, but the way the way we're we're usually thinking about anger in terms of um, anger management is with but we're thinking about problem anger and so that's um the behavioral definition of anger so not just the experiencing the emotion of anger but how you're reacting when you're in a state of anger so um lashing out at other people um yelling getting into your head dwelling ruminating things like that that's how we would, we, uh, would define uh, anger now anger comes in bursts for most people but like i said i'm not kidding i get texts from the same people every single day and they seem to be in a permanent state of anger is that even possible yeah, so that would be the definition, the the, the, the distinction between uh, state anger and trade anger. So, um, you know, state anger would be what you're talking about, those those bursts of anger, whereas trade anger would be someone's more at a low level baseline of anger, um, almost almost to the point of, of being a part of their personality. So, can we honestly say that Canadians, as an aggregate, are more angry these days than they used to be? So I, I wouldn't say that I have the, the exact stats on that, but I would say that um, in my clinical practice and just observing, um, you know, what I'm seeing online and in various places, uh, anger definitely seems to be on the rise. And and it's really not surprising. Um, you were just mentioning before, you know, some of the issues going on at a, a societal level, things like the housing issues and all that. And and with more problems, there is more anger. Okay, so how do we distinguish then if you talk, I mean, you were mentioning an economic variable there between anxiety and anger. So that, that's actually a really good point. Um, and I actually tend to loop those two together because they, they are both two sides of the same coin. Um, if you think about um, the the concept of the fight or flight response, uh, which you know some people might be familiar with, um, we, we have basically anger or anxiety popping up in response to a perception of threat. So if we're experiencing something that we think is a problem uh, or perceive as a problem, we might move into uh, more of an anger sort of state or we might move into more of an anxiety sort of state. And which exact state we're going to move into is going to depend on a, a variety of factors, including our learning history, the, the modeling experiences that we've had growing up and just even in the present day. Um, and what we found to, to sort of speak, work for us to, to reduce the threat in the past. Now, you're an anger management specialist. I guess for you to be able to apply your skills, somebody has to want <laughs> to get away from their anger. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that's definitely a, a big part of it. It's, it's, I do get court-managed clients, um, you know, clients that have to do anger management as part of the court system. But um, even when I'm working with clients like that, my the, my my starting point is to to try to find a, a mutual point of motivation. Um, if someone does not want to work on the anger, there's not much I can do. 
Okay. And if somebody does want to work on their anger, somebody listening right now who's all angry, maybe I haven't checked the text board in minutes. Um, what, what can they do? So lots of different things. Um, we, we look at anger as a, as a behavioral issue that involves um, someone's relationship to their thoughts, um, their feelings, and their, their actions. So when people get angry, there's a whole constellation of thoughts, feelings, and actions that show up in response usually. And so anger management, um, looking at ways to reduce that involves looking at um, getting a better sense of, of understanding those thoughts, um, becoming more familiar with, with how the feelings show up. And, and getting a better sense of the specific behaviors that you normally would engage in a response to anger and then trying out new things. So trying out new behaviors such as, um, you know, slowing down your response. Um, and if it's, we're talking about bursts of anger or we're talking about things like, you know, the state anger that we were talking about just uh, before, things like looking at, um, at being able to reframe your thoughts so you're not seeing things in a completely pessimistic or negative way all the time. Um, and being able to step back from those thoughts and feelings so that you can hopefully have better results. Thanks a lot for this interesting conversation. Thank you for having me. That is Shlomo Radcliffe, a certified anger management specialist.